Camp Blade. It's mostly mud up here, and trees, too, especially up northwest, where we haven't logged yet. They say we're a few hundred miles north of where Toronto used to be, which is why we only get a truckload of women once a year or so. And that's the heart of the catastrophe, I'm telling. This ain't a casual communication. It's a desperate campaign. I've penned three copies so far, and I am concealing each in the usual manner and sending them along government supply lines, south, east, and southwest. A printing press would help, I know, but never have I seen one. They're so illegal. Please read and pass along without delay. If there is oil cloth to spare, or if there is plastic to be found in your sector, I would appreciate any covering that would protect these pages better than this cardboard and sackcloth. And if you must eat while reading, please don't dribble onto the pages. You should see the foul stuff I get up here. I am thirty-six, not married, although I tried once this spring, as you will see. The married campmates lodge in the roomier family barracks, which I had quite looked forward to. They get ten or twelve years there before the children ship off, maybe even longer if the lawyer is feeling charity. But I have been skinny to surrender my free time, since a year ago we get two hours, to the what-all demanded by marriage and parenting. Free time I read and write, and the family barracks also are busy places. They say there's always a grubber in your lap, yours or someone else's, and only plum fools get very showsome with reading. That's the way in Camp Blade anyway, as I'm told it is in most places. I lose the sexual convenience, of course, but I can spare some teams for the cat house every few months. Most of the time I just rub my own bark. Late in afternoon, it was April 20th, one of the badgers in the lookout tower rang the kaung kaung that signals an arrival. Most of the loggers had just bust back into camp, and there already was a fat crowd at the motor port when the troop carrier rolled in. From the whoops and hollers I knew, even down at the warehouse, that it was no wagon of cornmeal. I pulled on jack boots, hauled up the boardwalk, and splashed into the parking lot, thinking to be at a sizable disadvantage for being last there. Stupid feeling, really, cause when the matchup starts, it's bedlam anyway, no advantage to anyone.